then if so then they'll be banging two, but then they might as well just do one or even just stay per. Well bang one, you have to get that one. Uh, but listen, you have to get the one that like will give you. Like I said, you... you're saying it all adds up. It's never even. There's one girl, another girl I follow on Instagram. She's in property. Well, she's yeah. not in property. Like she works in financial services. Okay. I think she does consulting. Okay. She's but she has a like homepage, and yeah. that's how. And so she said she went. She was she started off as a management consultant. She yeah. went from management consulting into consulting, mm-hmm. and she's been consulting for eight years. And she said straight up, the benefits, the money is not going to compare. Re- Take away the benefits, all of that. The money from contracting can never compare to going back perm. So she was like, she's not going, she's never going to go back perm. It's only now she's gone back perm, but that's because she found a job that basically matched her day rate. Mm-hmm. Plus, obviously, now she gets all the benefits. So that's the only reason. She, contracting is always going to be better. The only thing is the, the lack of stability. But financially, it's that's the, what I'm saying. The government, that's why no, they need IR it's actually, no. And that's to show you that the direction that they're heading in. They ain't trying to let people have their bag from contracting. No, contracting is, it, like I said, contracting is not always. Like, if you get 350, in my opinion, you can, if you have a good accountant, you can, you can still keep money aside and pay yourself a decent salary. Um, which will be more than someone on 70k who's perm but yeah like unless unless you're really pushing like 450 5 450 even some people might be like what's 450 but 450 <laughs> is actually some it's actually something to to keep a substant a decent amount if you've got a good accountant right 500 600 but by the time by the time in my opinion by the time you're hitting 500 a day like good accountant yeah that's when you're entering the realms of yeah, bro, so you can't be talking, like, you, there's, you can't, there's no real comparison anymore. You're actually keeping enough. You're actually keeping enough for soft life. Um, some people can argue with that, but it depends on the soft life that you're actually living because some of you are actually, you just, your soft life is very just <laughs> out there. But 500, the 500 a day is, is very, very good money. Like, and on average, like, especially for contractors, some people will act like, oh, they're making all the bread in the world. If you're making 500 people, man, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Mm, 600, okay, okay, 700, okay, 800. <laughs> like, I remember a friend of a friend of mine um, um, reconnected with him last year and he, he got into, like, he got into coding, this, that, and the third. And, yeah, like, started to contract. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, well, what's, what are things looking like for you? It's like, yeah, I'm looking at one, two, one, a two, day. Day. I, said, <laughs> I said, yeah. So you can you can go back into contracting, you know? Yeah, so that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that will swindle me back into. But I'm not interested in coding and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah, I don't have time to be that's sitting very and, and looking at yeah, yeah numbers and numerical whatever. But yeah, the point is that yeah, it's not all. It's not always. I think maybe the socialist agenda is maybe creeping in small, but. Aside, okay, removing IR thirty five and some other bits aside, like contracting is not necessarily, um, unless you're unless you're on a decent, you know, day rate, contracting doesn't always necessarily equate to chop life and you're bathing and you're you're chilling. Like once once you take once you once you put into consideration, once you balance things on a scale in a sense of okay. Permanent people get this, they get the stability, they get annual leave, they get this, that, and the third. If you work for a decent company, then, you know, 
maternity leave or paternity leave. You've got that. You ain't getting that when you're contracting. Just yeah, you don't, that. and you, you don't, don't get, get that. that. And that's what I'm saying. So you have to balance it up. And you also have to remember, like, one day of not getting four bills or five bills or eight bills, that's a very big thing. When, when you're used yeah, to it. Yeah, when you're used to it. That's yeah. a big, that's a heavy cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a heavy cut. Imagine going from like what's what's five days a week? That five if you're on, let's say eight bills, like four grand a week, and then you miss one day. That's free too. Yeah, That's nearly I mean, a thousand pounds. Yeah, like Bruh. if you're gonna contract, you do have to be disciplined. Yeah, like. So, but at the end of the day, if like for example, if that's how much I'm making and I know I don't need it. Like it was always extra surplus. I can't then lie. Like going on cut, holidays it ain't gonna be that bad. Going on holidays was good, but I can't lie. Like at least once every day of going on holiday, I'm thinking about the fact that <laughs> I could have made a grand. I'm missing, literally, I'm, whilst we're out here and we have money to enjoy. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. That's a day. That's two days. That's seven days. That's twelve <laughs> that's the days. That's not calculating everything. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you mean no? Because it, because it does add up. I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Those are those are that when you when you think about it, like. When you're on annual leave, you're still getting paid. You you don't have to worry about, hmm, am I still going to get paid today? Whereas when you're a contractor, you're like, bruh, you're sick. <laughs> bruh, what happens? You break your leg. Uh, you break your leg and you can't go into the office. And let's say this company, they need you to come in. Bruh, they're giving you that one month notice and you're out. What can you do then? Me, personally, if I had a financial goal to hit and I wanted to, like just really just enjoy my life yeah. I would do it for six months bang the money go back per. <laughs> like, <laughs> no but no the no rea- days off six no, months straight the, the reality is the reality is and I think I've uh, most of the people that I've met that have done this are older people work six months and take th- the rest of the year off to uh, I'm not okay, you're talking about the six months and then I will then go say, back to perm. Yeah, I'll go back to perm I oh. can't lie yeah, nah, I, and when you went, but f- for the point that I was making, those the people that do that, yeah, they, those are the, but those those are the guys that have been in the game for for years. And they're like, yeah, six months, and then six months off, six months, six months off. You know the cheek of it though is that a lot of them because they've been in the game so long, they go back to the same company. Yeah, so they can be literally they'll be working there for so like they'll three work six, years. So, is that being so they'll be there six months, then they'll be like, yeah, I'm taking a six months break. See you next year. <laughs> And they'll give them a contract yeah. in January, Literally, the beginning of people, next year, they and they'll be back. back yeah. You know what I mean? And once again, there's specific sectors that a lot of this happens in. One of them, funnily enough... Financial services. Is, yeah, financial services, banking, used to be government before this IR35 nonsense was happening. <laughs> yeah, because I had uncles that were doing... Like, I had uncles... Um, I have uncles, that I'm, I'm, like, I'm genuine people that I know that... Like these were the first Nigerians, like in UK, to be to be messing around with the latest Range Rover sports in the city, doing Mayfair like <laughs> contractors, yeah. And and majority of them don't live in London now. Most most of them, they they were the ones that were going out to Milton Keynes, that were going out to Essex, buying out these crazy yards there, X Y Z. Um, but do you know what the also benefit is as well, like? Aside from money of contracting, you don't have all the office politics. Yeah. Every year, yeah. performance review, performance review. Yeah, yeah, you don't but one, have that. one silly person that's annoying you, and you know that person's got it in for you, and they want to yeah. give you some negative feedback, and then they ruin your day like yeah. that and quickly. Yeah. Like, you, you skip all of that, mm-hmm. and you're making the money. Ooh, mm-hmm. the life is sweet, man. Yeah, so... Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I know some people are listening and going, okay, but I'm not contracting. This, is not, <laughs> this isn't even a sales pitch for you to get into contracting. It's just some of the realities of, of this thing. If you're interested in, in getting into contracting, 
go for it. I think I think right now the reality is, and I think this is probably, yeah, maybe where I'll, I'll start to turn down on my rhetoric for the for today. But there's the, after or during the pandemic, um, there was this phenomena or phenomena, yeah, phenomena, yeah, that's the word I think, um, or this reality called a big resignation. Oh yeah, the mass um. Even me, I joined them, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and the reality is that, you know, the pandemic caused a lot of people to kind of reevaluate what work is to them, how, what the priorities in life for them are. And a lot of people start to realise that, look, yeah, this company, it's taking me for a month. Yeah, but I can't lie to you. It's the it's our parents' generation and the, the the generation that are slightly older than me that are like in their mid thirties yeah. that can really benefit from that yeah. because they didn't have to deal with interest rate wahala. Like mm. things were a lot better then. I think for our generation. So if you're thirty four, thirty three, and below, mm. like you can't afford to just be resigning willy nilly. Yeah. The way this cost of living crisis is set up, the way interest rates are set up, mm. the government are continuing to make it harder for people to get on the property ladder, to get investment, well, not necessarily on the property ladder itself, mm. but even things like investment properties that mm. some of our parents' generation, they had like three, four rentals. Yeah. The government are making it harder for you to do things like that. Yeah. I think, no, but you know what, though, there's also the science behind it as in, you've got baby boomers, then you've got millennials, and I think <clears> us as millennials, we're kind of, we're, we stood the embers of uh, the way our parents used to think and stuff like that is still, it's still flogging us. It's still chopping us, and I can't lie. I'm, I'm, even though there's certain elements of wisdom that that they had to bring to the table in this area, I can't lie. I'm leaning more to how Gen Z approach these things because yes, I do have a family. Yes, I do have a lot, you know, at stake and a lot on the plate for me. But the reality is, we're in a cost of living crisis, and it's not get. It's not. Things are not getting any cheaper. I went. I went into. I went into. Um. I went into. Where did I go? Sainsbury's. I, I went to Sainsbury's the other day, and a box of Rice Krispies is almost um five pounds. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Things are just through the roof. Like five pounds. <laughs> Ketchup, mayo, nearly five pounds. Like for for the biggest one. And I'm thinking, yo, like, what, all of this is happening. Um, two, two chocolate digestives. Five pounds. Four pounds 75. Yeah, so life is not, like, like, it's not getting any cheaper. And for me, it's kind of like, nah, I want to work. Yes, fine. I want to work doing what I want to do. By the grace of God, that's happening this year. But the reality is, yo, you have to find yourself, for me, like, I'm, 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 I'm going back into business by God's grace. But for people that are still like doing nine to five and doing career work and stuff like that, like you really have to find somewhere that meets you at the point of your need. I agree. If you're a mum, their maternity policy has to be super dope. Like they have to respect you. Like as a woman in the workplace, like what are, what are the men that are, that do the same role as me? What do they get paid? Yeah, they get paid this. Okay, yeah, I want to get paid exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And some um, of it comes from having the confidence to ask, though. Yeah. And statistically, women have... I'm very passionate about this. I talk about this all, a yeah. lot. I tweet about this all the time. Yeah. Um, statistically, women are not as confident. Yeah. Women will not apply for a job unless they can tick yeah. six boxes out of six. Yeah. Whereas men will see two or three and they'll apply for it. Yeah. But then, but then you have to take advantage of the times that we're in. 
diversity, equity, inclusion, all of that kind of stuff. 100%. Um, use the lingo and play the game. Yeah, that's what I do now. now yeah. But it takes a while. It takes yeah, of course. a while to it's get not... into, into your stride. Yeah, of course. Career, of course. Yeah. And to really feel the confidence to, yeah. to do that. That's something I, I've been working for 10 years now. What are we, 2023? Yeah. I've only just, in the last like two, three years, yeah. like got the confidence to be like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I've been working for a yeah. while. I'm pretty confident in my abilities in this sector and in yeah. this industry mm-hmm. to ask for. And even then, I still will be like, oh, I'll still ask for, like, if I know what the band is, I'll ask for the lower end rather yeah. than the higher end. Yeah. So we... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is 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 just just the generic stuff. Obviously, there's the reality of, of being a woman. For you, you're a mum as well. Exactly. Um, And I know the reality because, you know, my wife's been in the, in the same thing, but as a husband, you know, my responsibility is to not just gas her up in a flaky way, but I know what she's good at. But do you know what the cheat code is as well? Sorry, as a mum, mm. I'm not going to lie, it's prayer. Mm. Because when I left, when I went on maternity leave, I was mm. at a different job. And mm. I left that job um, whilst on maternity leave. I really yeah. kind of told them before, like, I don't feel I'm back to this job. Because yeah. I knew I wanted a more money. I had nursing fees to pay. Yeah. But... One of the big things for me is that I needed supportive management. Yeah. And the cheat code, when I was on maternity leave, I prayed. I said, God, I need a good manager who understands. Mm. But I, I know that I need to, my financial services, a lot of the company, you saw the BlackRock thing. A lot of them mm. are trying to get people in like five days a week. So yeah. I'm like, I ain't trying to go in five days a week because yeah. I've got a child. And I, I said, I need managers and a company that supports me. So mm. number one is prayer, but also number two, using your network and talking to people that you know that work in companies yeah. that, you want to get into so that you can ask them about the culture because that's the only way. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to vary from team to team and from your individual manager as well, but that's the only way to truly understand a company. Yeah. And I'm yeah. at a stage now where I'm pretty confident in my abilities and I know enough people to be like, if I don't know anything about this company or it's not looking good, I'm not applying. Or, yeah. or if I do apply, I'm not taking the job. Yeah. It, that takes a lot of skill as well, building your network, going to networking events so you know people that are in yeah. your field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real. That's it's interesting because we had a conversation about that yesterday. But yeah, that's the, the reality for for women, um, women, and then obviously more specifically in this context that we were just talking about mothers. It's definitely like that journey of building your confidence, knowing your worth, knowing your value, and then being able to be confident enough. To, to ask yeah to ask <laughs> because that's another thing yeah and and just and not uh, confident to ask and not back down um i think is is the key thing and gen z show a lot of that even if they're not mums it's just that attitude of yo like it's because they're new in the game though they've just been yeah, working like you know when you're fresh from uni you think you can conquer the world it's only way you start and then they start getting to you and you're like I actually can't, but i can't lie though i did i, did, I did, can't lie and say i felt like i even as a confident person, I'm a very confident person. I can't lie. Leaving uni, as confident as I was, I didn't feel as confident to kind of go and... Yeah, no, be, I agree. You know, bargain. Some of the stuff, yeah. Yeah, their energy is different. It and is, they're, they're like, yeah, we, we ain't, like, I'm not coming in, like, but you'll pay me this. And it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, some of it is like, yeah, you're absolutely bonkers. Like, you guys, don't get me wrong, like, Gen Z, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Your energy, I like their energy. The energy is strong, but... <laughs> some of the things Yeah, many of wild. you are crazy. Yeah, many of you are crazy. crazy and wild. Like, you lot will be on Twitter all day, Insta all day, TikTok, doing content creation and then still be doing your nine to five and then be forcing like you won't even be doing your job to the best of your ability and then you'll just be forcing these people to be paying you x y and that and I, I hear it like that's 
me, Shad, even though I'm I'm good at what I do, um, and but at the same time, look, just give me that money, like give me the money that I deserve, and that's where I'm at. Like I'm 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 just at a point, and and I'm also at a point to tell people that look, get paid what you deserve. If you're good at what you do, you can prove it. Um, even if you're just good enough, even if you're good enough, then for me, get paid what you deserve. Don't let any comp the companies say, bros, come here and take this. Because the reality is people that are, and we've seen it for all these years, but now it's catching up. All these people that were blagging it, our managers from back in the day when we Bruh. just left uni, they we were doing we were doing the, the, the dog's work. They were going to present it before board meetings and X, Y, and Z and senior management. And they were getting they were getting, you know, the pay rises and they were getting, you know, the 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 job role you know, whatever you call it, moving up and stuff. And you would just be sitting there. Like, gone are those days. People are like, nah, we clocked that pattern a long time ago and you're not going to you're not gonna put us down. So for me, it's kind of like, no, in this day and age, like, and I I, I, mean, I even tell my members, like, it's time and a majority of them are Gen Z anyway. <laughs> but the reality is, like, I'm like, nah, look, guys, get paid what you're worth. Like, yes, we're in a cost of living crisis. If you can prove what you're worth, you can show what you're worth if you can step up to the plate get paid what you're worth get paid what you deserve don't just choke oh just like like i remember someone last week was like you know what i could grow grown brother and he was like yeah you know what? i only think 40k or i'm only good at 40k and listen guys i'm not i'm not salary shaming i don't believe in salary shaming what i'm saying is I've, i really feel like we need to just be able to go no that's not enough the thing is, though, what you need to do, if you're going to negotiate a pay rise or ask for a certain salary, you need to come armed with your statistics, yeah. your market rate, yeah. and your evidence. Yeah, evidence. Yeah. So, for example, if you know that the job that you're you're applying for, they're willing to pay, let's say the salary bracket is 30 to 50K. Yeah. If you know that you're kind of been working in this, in, like, if you know you're overqualified, 50K yeah. straight. If you know you've got some of it, but you've got learning to do yeah. 40k yeah. if you know this is above you yeah. your, this is your first 30k or maybe even like 35 whatever mm, mm. but you have to come with your research you can't just be like if you're going to pitch yourself you can't just be like well I deserve 80k because it's a cost of living crisis yeah. they're not going to pay you that if that's not what they're willing to pay you <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for sure no for and sure and the thing is one thing I'm going to say is you're always going to add tax because you're always going to regret like, yeah that's no, that's you what I'm saying. Will, because even, even me, yeah, that's yeah, what I did. This yeah. new job that I started in January, yeah. When I found out the the set, I kind of finessed it a little bit because how I realized what they were expecting to pay is yeah. that even though I had applied directly, yeah. I then saw a recruiter post right. the same role. Okay. And it's even good because what she posted as the base salary, yeah. like the lowest end, yeah. was actually higher more, than, more, than yeah. what I yeah. was initially going to yeah. ask for. Yeah. So yeah. when I saw that, I said, no, I'm a mug. <laughs> so I went back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then also what makes it even worse is that she now tried to send me to the same role that I had already applied for yeah. and she was trying to convince me to take the less yeah. and I was like no but this is what you've put on the salary yeah. thing yeah. why should I take the less so anyway I was like I've already applied directly so bye she yeah. was so annoyed with me but yeah. <laughs> I was like because I basically That's, used yeah. her to scope out what the salary was yeah. so when I now realised that was salary because it was higher than I expected I then basically went 
to the lower end. Yeah. And now, because I was like, I'm still new. I've been doing this job for five months and yeah. I'm so angry that I didn't push for the higher. Because since I've joined, first of all, the guy that was above me, yeah. they made him redundant. And the guy was like, yes, because I'm expensive and you're cheap. And I was like, like he literally like, on his last day, he was kind of like, you know what? I'm kind of on par with this person and this person salary wise. So from a business perspective, if you're trying to make cuts, it makes sense to get rid of the expensive people. He basically was like, I'm cheap. <laughs> So when I was now like, I'm now doing this person's job, but me, I'm doing it for cheap. I'm a mug, basically. You're not bad, I'm a big mug. And I also asked for the lowest end yeah. because I was like, this is a step up for me, which it was at first. But now I've been doing it for five months. I'm like, I could do this job. Yeah. And I could do it quite well. Yeah. So I want more money. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's, even that, obviously you've done what you've done. Like, that's, that's it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the, what do we say in Yoruba? The, the agbara that these people have <laughs> the chest that these people have like it's you've got to have that like even if even just pretend you're white fam that's the thing yeah like it's it's a thing of like it's a thing of if you don't know how to do anything at all don't be silly and apply for it right don't fake it to you that's nonsense but if you've got even something like like you use the example of men if they even if it's let's say out of six and they know that they get two they're not going for in the middle they're going for the top yeah they are Going for the top, and they won't feel any type of way about it either. Can't confidently ask. It's just swag, like they've got the swag. I remember one, like, remember one of my uncles, like, when I was like proper getting into contracting. He was like, listen, he was like, part of his knowledge, he's like, a lot of it is swag. He was like, you just got to have swag. You really like, do. And you have to my fake uncle it. Uncle's telling me swag. He was like, yeah. He was like, when you get there, you'll pick up things. You'll you go will. home and you learn. And you pick up those, and I cannot lie, that was one of the quickest ways that I was able to 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 put on my diary. Yeah, I apply for everything. I don't care if I'm like head of compliance. I'm applying because first of all, you'd be it. shocked. You get there, you're like, I can actually. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel so stupid because yeah, no, I was no, looking that's, at it that's like, like well, why did you go for the lower end? And I because I was like, oh, this is a step up because I do more like advisory work, which I didn't yeah. used to do before, and so I have a lot of stakeholders. Yeah. I sometimes will be on at board meetings, like I'm dealing with senior heads of yeah. businesses that are making money. Yeah. So for me, I was like. I knew I could do it because I I came from consulting yeah. where I've sat on the board, but I was like, there's a, a bit of a knowledge gap here, like in terms yeah. of like how things work practically in business. Yeah. So I, was like, I don't want to storm in, ask it, and also they can see my CV. I've only been working ten years, and to be fair, they actually were looking for somebody who was a little bit more. The person I took over from yeah. was he's a lot has like maybe three four more years experience. So to be fair, I was like, well, for me, I'm not as experienced as what they wanted. Right. Let me go in on the because if I go in too high, they'll be like, bye. So. <laughs> That was, but now I've been doing it. That's why I'm like, I'm gonna try my my performance review. I'm gonna try and be like, you lot, man, slap another ten k on top. But I don't know if I've got the confidence though. No, I promise. <laughs> no, I promise you. I promise you. It's really about swag, like, in a sense of if you find out, especially if they're like, we really like you, we really want you. Depending on their language, that's what kind of tells me. Okay, how can I? How am I gonna position myself? If they're like really like you, but you by that point off? it's too late. It's no because then by the time they say that we like you, that's that's the point of okay they're going to give you an offer. Yeah, but you've because you basically what yeah. normally happens is when you apply for a job, yeah. they'll ask you a salary expectation. Yeah, so you'll put a figure in there. Yeah, and what they'll basically do is essentially give you that figure, which is why what you should do is when you put that figure in, you're supposed to increase it. Me, I'm me, I'm ambiguous though. I can't lie because you put a, a range. Yeah, I put a range. I put a range instead. 
Yeah, that's what I should have done. I, I put a ranger instead. I don't. I never. I never. But even then, I'm sure I put a ranger. They put me on. The, they still will give you the low range. Yeah, but then what you should do is what you should do is you should the, negotiate. Though, yeah, you should because negotiate, I did that yeah. with my other job. The yeah. first one I took for post mat leave. I asked for something yeah. and then I looked and I was like, no, I should ask for more. So when they now offered me the job, I yeah. asked them for 5K more. Yeah. And so, and she didn't even ask me to justify it. She went back and then she got it and she was like, yeah, yeah I've been able yeah. to do it. Yeah. So I should have really, yeah, it's nah, me. You should, but at the time I was just like, no, but anyway. obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. but now moving but forward. But you always regret it. That's the thing. That's why I'm always like, listen, you're always going to regret in it. In a few months just time. Just always ask for the most. In a few months time, just, Sister. I'm going to wait until my performance review. Let me see what my performance review is saying. Let me see what the, the business are saying. And then... Yeah, yeah. you, ga- you gauge it however you feel. However you feel. Some people, like, it's only after a few months they're like, yo, what I'm doing is more than what my JD says. Um, I'm doing a lot more than, you know, what I was brought on to do. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to my line manager. I'm setting up a whatever I'm going to. And, yeah, depending on... To be fair, my JD was pretty accurate. It's just because this guy's left. And yeah. I'm like, he basically told me I was cheap. So yeah. they should give me some of what they were paying him. Yeah, yeah, no, they should. But yeah, it's, it's just, it's for me, it's just about energy. Like, even when I was contracting as well, I gave them range. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not. There will be times when the recruiter might be like, yeah, we need a specific figure. And I'm like, I'm not giving you a specific figure. And I remember twice, twice, I clocked how, huh. Recruiters, some of you can be very demonic people. Because some sometimes I was privy to um budget sheets for programs and projects and stuff like that. And they would show, okay, the program manager is this much, the PM is this much, the this is that much, the BA is that much, the tester and the developer is that much. And I'll look and I'll be like, so if they've allocated eight hundred for a BA. How are you only put like, that? This is was is an example. If you're if allocated to the BA is eight hundred pounds, why are you why are you giving me or why did you offer me three fifty? Because they're that's the thing that like, businesses it's not in their best interest to offer you the highest that they're willing to pay. So, so they're gonna try and no so lowball you. The rest has gone to Mister and Mrs. Recruiter. Yeah, that's their commission. Yeah, so that's their that's their commission for the thing. So I'm thinking, yo, like you. You've taken a couple hundred off my thing. I remember, I'll be more. I'll be more specific. There was one where it was four fifty. It was four fifty, and the recruiter, the allocated for my role was seven twenty or something like that. So I remember going to the recruiter and saying, "So, when you offered the role, you offered me four fifty. Said how much are you getting? I said how much are you getting?" Um, um, I can't, re- I can't really remember. It doesn't work like that for all of them. A lot of the time, if the recruit are so, so, okay, so, anyway, Sha, this, rec- this particular one, he does it, he's a individual that does, he runs his own company. So basically he's the only one. So if it was seven whatever and my day rate was four fifty at the time, the guy chopped the remaining Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 
So I said, bros, I said, come. I said, so he was choking. I said, <laughs> I said, I've got, I've, I've got this document. I said, I've got this document in front of me. So do you want to explain? Because when I asked you, when I asked you um, for more, initially I'd asked for more because it was a big piece of work. 450 was all right. But I said, I, I pitched, I want 500. He said, no, there's no um, budget for that because it's a short whatever. <laughs> Can you imagine? And so there was budget. You just wanted more money for yourself. Yeah, and he was like, they're, they're really not sure if it's going to last for long. So after, I remember, so after um, six months I'd completed and there was there was a scope for a lot more. Imagine I was there, I was at that company. I ended up being there for a whole year. So after six months, I said, bros, come here. I said, I'm negotiating. I said, because I do everything I need to do. They're happy with it. I've got over and beyond. And I've even picked up extra. Said, you will go back to them. Yeah. Said, you will go back to them and I want more. So it's either you go it's back. It's easier you... to do that when you're going through someone else though. If it's now direct, when you're there, you're perm. Me? And you're going no, direct to your line mind. manager. I and your line manager's like, first of all, you need to take time. No, honestly, like I said, I'm a very, very confident person. The worst you can say to me is, um, sorry, we can't do that. Yeah, your ego is hurt small. But then if you're good at what you do, you either stay, you segue, you look for another job within the company, or you leave. That's 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 me. Like my shame. Because you're a man and you know like as as women, I'm now in a position where I'm like, realistically, I don't think I'm gonna be moving for some time. So Because of what? Well, just because better the devil you know than you don't, number one. Number two, I still have some learning experiences I think I need to to, to get in this role before okay. I think I'm even confident enough. And thirdly, I, like I said, I don't want to go... I work in financial services. All of these companies that are comparable to the company I work for, like Black, BlackRock, for example, yeah. is one of our competitors. Yeah. And they're expecting those people to go in forward four days a week. I'm yeah. not prepared to do that and I never will be. I have I, kids. I hate, I, no, I, I hate... That, that last point, I understand. But your point one and point two, for me, I... Like I said, I'm someone who encourages men and women to do the same like i'm still very much a millennial but and parts of the baby boomer mentality i have like families are very big no i agree like but omar in this day and age i cannot lie like for me i'm this whatever confidence i have whatever energy i have whatever chest i have is the chest i'm going to share with you (laughs) And I'm gonna encourage. I'm I'm gonna encourage you to do. It. To get more money the worst. To move. I okay. Get the that. worst. Thi- the worst thing for you. It, you're in a permanent job. So let's say you apply for another job and you don't get it. You still have a job. No, but do you know what it no? is? Like I was saying earlier, I'd, I would. But management, for number one, yeah. is very important to me. Yeah. It's not just about like the person I, who course, manages yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's not just about do we get on that yeah. person. I want somebody who is gonna say my name yeah. when I'm not there and is gonna put me in rooms and I can say that my managers now yeah. act they're both women and they're both pro women as well. Yeah. So yeah. they do that. They'll yeah. be like, just because you've got on maternity leave, it doesn't mean XYZ. Yeah. I recently had a really bad personal experience that I had to share with my manager. Yeah. And she was so sweet. She was like, take the day off work and like, yeah. she just gave me the day off work. Yeah. Now like she'll tell me, send emails to the CEO, send emails to the head of department. Yeah. Like so that is already important because yeah. when she's not here, who's gonna take her job? Me. Yeah. That's already chance to increase. Yeah. And then secondly, like I said, you want like I know two. I know a couple of people who have moved jobs mm. and it hasn't worked out for them. People have not passed probation and things like mm. that. So I'm at a point where stability because of sometimes it's it's just a culture fit. Yeah, like the company just turned out to be mad. Yeah, 
or they don't like ethnic minorities. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. Yeah. Is so, it that is it that they didn't know from before? Is it that they didn't do their research or they did, but when they got there, it was a different scenario? Like, I think they did, and when they got there... Because, like, sometimes you think, like, you can do it. Like, you know you're not... Like, me, for example, like I said, I there's not a lot of things that I don't think I can do. Yeah. And there's not a lot of places. You'll just think I'm a reasonable person, like, I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's people that don't do their job. Those are the ones they're firing. You'll go there now, they'll show you Pepe, and yeah. they can't break anybody's spirit. You'll be confident, you get there, and they show you Pepe, and you're like, oh... Should just stayed where I had where I was. Yeah. So that's another thing. And right now, because like if I was at a place where my mortgage was paid off, then I wouldn't mind for a couple months off work. I can I can afford that. Yeah. Not right now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so like I need to to stay where I know I'm gonna get paid, and I don't right. want to regret it. So. Right. But that's the that's the that's obviously the thing. So. Your first point about it's better to, the what is it the devil that you know that. Pre-kids, I jumped around loads. I still do. Yeah, Even yeah. post-kids, I've jumped around twice. But yeah. the two moves that I've had since I've had kids yeah. have been moves that I've gone in mm. knowing what to expect. So with my last job, I spoke to an old colleague who yeah. was in the same team. Yeah. So I knew that the place wasn't mad. And with this job, again, I was referred by yeah. a friend of mine. And yeah. we in the same. So I had very good authority to know that the two places I was entering and yeah. the teams and the managers were mm. not mad. Yeah. So that's why, for me, I took it. Yeah. But it would be a bit risky now, post-kids, to just go anyhow. Yeah. Because you just don't know, especially in financial services, like, it's, it's an industry that's... That and tech mm. are two industries that are renowned for either being unstable, mm. as in something they just let go of people anyhow, mm. or B, just being a bit... Like, the characters that you'll meet there, to get to advance, they're yeah. a bit mad. So, yeah. <laughs> you have to be careful. I can't, I, can't, I can't speak to financial services. I can't speak to tech. I can speak to IT. Even um, tech, there's layoffs up and down. So, you are. think, oh, let me just move. You never know if you end up in a team where they're going to just lay you off as soon as you get there. There are. But I think there's, but there's also a lot of stability in tech. I think it's where in tech you are. So, for example, some of the biggest challenges, some of the biggest challenges where that is seen are um, either startups or companies like, for example, Facebook or Google, this place or that place, where they're relying more on AI, yeah. those kind of automations. But the tech space where I'm in, for example. Um, well, if I say if I, if I say my company anyway, <laughs> don't say your company. Cause say the industry. If but if it's like the only one, it's don't a, say no, it. it's, it's tech. It's a it's a it's a it's a global it's a global. Yeah, so you can say like so. whatever it is that they like. If it's like so, whatever they do, no, but it's very specific. So you know, like, oh. they're top two in the world. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't say it. Yeah, so if you I see, mean, to be fair, people know your name. They can actually anyway, Google when, you. Yeah, when, you know, no, you put it, your full name on government. I'm not gonna lie. They can actually Google you. No, no, but but. You, you put your first name and your surname. Everybody knows your name is Emmanuel Akifel. Yeah, like, yeah, find yeah. Google but it won't, on Google, it won't be the first thing to come up unless you go to my LinkedIn. They'll find your LinkedIn. It's not yeah, hard. No, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you go to my LinkedIn, then you will see. If you go to <laughs> my LinkedIn, But now you've sent people there anyway, so you might yeah, as well no, just no, say no, the no, name. No, so go to my LinkedIn <laughs> and you will see. So, but it's like, yeah, so I if you go to my... I now myself. But it's a thing of... Yeah, that one, as a market leader... In that space, layoffs. I'm not saying it can't happen. It can't happen anywhere. Layoffs. Like on average, on average, the average amount, um, the average time staff spend there is um, between seven to ten years. That's good. That's like my company. To be fair, for a financial services company, they do have like people tend to be there for a very long time. That's the average time people spend there. We've got someone leaving um, next month who's been there for forty years. 
on average, on average at this on even though I said seventy. Yours doesn't come. Your LinkedIn is good. What did you is do? It? Because your job don't come up. <laughs> like on your page. Okay. 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 Your education, <laughs> which is actually very good. <laughs> because I want. <laughs> How do you take that off? I need to do that. Yes. How yeah. do you take that I, off? No, I did. I did it. I did it strategically. Um, I did it strategically because one, people are too nosy. Uh, but yeah, I just, I've just, yeah. The people that are nosy is me. I I've, feel like I'm I've that cu- kind of person. I've curated my page up. in such a way that if you wanted to, yeah, because I, I, I didn't like the fact that I feel like even though people share their, their jobs and their, where they've worked. Yeah, you don't want people like, to know where you work. I agree. How yeah. do I take that off? I'm taking that mine off. Yeah, you, you just go, when, as you're editing your, um, you go, as you're editing section, you just... I think there's like a toggle thing. You just remove that. Yeah, I'm removing that. Yeah, because I feel like people, pe- people won't. Even the the setting of like people who can privately view your thing. That's me. Just Mine's on yeah. private. I, you see, <laughs> I am a top you see, I'm not gonna lie. I am see, a top. It's because Priya. of people like you. It's because of people like you. And That's I'll be what... like, oh, no, actually, no, I'm not exposing myself on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, oh, this is what I'll do, but I'm not gonna do it. On the uh-huh, pod. You see, so <laughs> but or, I am a top pre. I'll say that much. You see, people like Aura are, are the reasons why I've, I've curated my page in such a way. But yeah, like I just, I just don't feel like people should have that much access to your life because it's like no, you may agree. not have met me, and then you come to me. And say, yeah, like, so when you went to X Y Z, I'm like, but I didn't tell you that. I'm like, yeah, you know, I just went on. Nah, nah, sorry, you don't deserve no, that I level agree. of access. I know it's it's used for jobs, it's but used then that's for the thing. When it's time to find a job now, no, but, no, but like you just, I'm I'm sorry, like you, you're just gonna the, the good old TV is just gonna have to work because the amount of times like, recruiters be like, oh, and that's how they get you. They'll yeah. be like, the other day someone called me, it's like, yeah, I see your, I've looked at your LinkedIn. It's a head of compliance position. I was like, first of all, head of compliance is quite a step up for me. Yeah. So that would be good, but that's how you get jobs like yeah, that. Yeah. If I wasn't really to look, so that's the only reason but why me, I don't no, take but it me, off. But me, I'm good because I don't, I don't necessarily. If like when I was contracting, I didn't necessarily wait for recruiters. I know a lot of people that happens for a lot of people. Me, I, I just, I just looked for people who were posting the type of roles that and I want, and I reached out to them. And eighty percent of the time, I got fee- I always got feedback. Always got feedback, or the up uh, most of the the best ways to do it is by networking. If you're a contractor, you connect with other contractors. Contractors know yeah, of contractors; true. they know of work. They know so that's why like things just worked a lot more seamlessly. Um, there were sometimes where things didn't really work the way I would like have liked it to. But yeah, but yeah, the point is that like in sectors like mine. Like tech, yes, they do, but you have there's tech is very diverse. When people say tech, like what sort yeah, of tech, what diverse. sort of sectors <clears throat> within tech, like because there are sectors within tech that are always looking for people, um, especially in the project areas. There's always they're always gonna be looking for PMs. There's always gonna be looking for testers, developers, scrum masters, business analysts. You know, th- there's certain roles that all, are always gonna be looked out for. But you just need to one know, and then two that networking thing of knowing companies, doing your research on companies and stuff like that. This is not to say freak accidents and freak happenings can't happen, but in general, like there's a bit more stability when you know. So for me, like here, yeah, I'm not. It's only because I know that I'm not gonna be here for the rest of my life. But I could like I could be there for for the next twenty five years. I could be hit at this company for the next twenty five years because people just don't move. They're happy. They get but paid. But it does. Now what what I want to know then is are they increasing people's salary? 
in like because what happens that's the problem the, that's the problem with staying somewhere too long is that the amount of money that you could get if you moved around yeah. isn't as much as you'd get if you stay not they'll really. just be giving you small small 2k 3k 4k every year and then it doesn't really add up but they're currently have right now they're currently <clears throat> having an issue because like I said because people stay there for too long you know if, I'll, I'll break it down for you a little bit more their key demographic is um, early 50s to mid 60s wow as in the people that work there yes that's insane. Yeah. So they have, there's a big, there's a big issue at hand. Because they're going to retire soon. Yes. There's a big issue at hand where there's knowledge that needs to be transferred. Yeah. And who's it, who doesn't need to be transferred to. And they're struggling to bring in new talent. And they're going to struggle. And what they're doing as well, a lot of people that are retiring, they're just not replaced. A lot of businesses, that's how, that's the first telltale sign that a business is probably struggling a bit financially is when people start leaving and they're not replacing them because they can't afford to keep them. Or when they start offshoring roles yeah. to like Sri Lanka, India and the Philippines, those kind of places because it's cheaper, mm. you have to start thinking, hold on a minute, let me look around, is my job on the line? Are mm. there skills that I need to do? Mm. So those people, yeah, they're not... Or they have the money, but they just saving. cannot get they cannot get the resources and because they can't get the resources, they have to waste money on offshoring so sadly though staying is actually quite good for you because if these people are retiring you could that's a big pay package that you could be like yo it could be I've been here da, 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 da. it could be but if, if 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 my future is not there yeah like, if your future's not there then obviously then it's not stay. there yeah. that's, and that's the thing if I, if I that's what I said I could I could stay there for the next 25 years but I, don't, I know I don't have a future there because I know that's not what, what you want to do yeah, yeah not what I want to do it's not, it's not what God has called me to it's been very helpful but it's not what God has called yeah. me to. So I don't, but I could definitely do that. And that's why I'm challenging a lot of the black people there. Yo, like this is what's, this is what's happening. That's why I'm on the employee representation group. So a lot of the information that is, is brewing, that's about to come out. I know before mass population knows. Mm. So obviously uh, information is restricted. So I can't share I certain say. pieces of information, you know, with, with people in mass population before then, but I know things beforehand. So I'm I'm always thinking, okay, cool. When Can you give an example of something that you knew that's now public information that you knew before it came out? No, okay, so now, so for example, um, salary. So salary, there was some, there was a salary increase. Um, they tried to say that it was based on, you know, they, they tried to, proportionally increase it according to inflation um yeah that thing was absolute nonsense <laughs> um not it, it didn't really in 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 on average it didn't really but it was something yeah it was something that was there and i, I knew for at least a good few months and they did it because of a lot of pressure from employees that were talking about the cost of living crisis, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, a lot of businesses. Have, people. But the challenge, them. the interesting thing, though, is that in in other European countries, their employment laws are different. So UK staff, what they offer to UK staff is very different to what they offered staff in France, staff in Germany, staff in Holland. Um, stuff in the Middle East because employment laws in countries like Holland and Germany and France are very different to UK. Yeah, they've got a lot of like legal backing and support and this, that, and the third. Um, 
that they get out there in comparison to here. So we do have some good stuff. But maternity leave for starters. Yeah, maternity <laughs> leave and stuff. So it, it's kind of like, we're not we're not trying to compare it, but there's some good things that Europe, European countries do that we don't do. And there's some good things that we do that other European countries. So for what they offered for staff, they said was, they said was somehow proportional to what somehow yeah somehow proportional to the inflation rate or whatever and that came up beforehand and yeah that's something that employees were pushing for we tried to get more their response was yeah the ceo doesn't want to do it and stuff like that but they put it in a more diplomatic way so this we saw the ceo's response and then yeah we had to accept the ceo's response before they sent it out to um, general population of, of employees so it's stuff like that like in general, yeah, there's just that there's that stability there for a lot of people. But yeah, one of the biggest challenges is getting young talent on, and it's a big thing. And if you want to bring on young talent, you're gonna to have to do a few things. <laughs> one of them is fork out money. Yeah, and, and work from home. Yeah, and <laughs> let them work from home because they don't want to go in. So, for example, uh, another one was their hybrid policy. They changed their hybrid policy. Their hybrid policy was now that. Um, if you are a people manager, you have to be four four days a week in office. Yes, Eesh. if you are if you are senior management, so that's all the directors, um, CIO, CTO, CEO, um, uh, their the admin teams, um, and a few others. Then you have to be in five, and then everybody Eesh. else is in three days. It's like, bro. So you go in three days a week. Well, publicly, I'm, I won't even lie. I'm not even going to lie, guys. I go in two days a week. Uh, even me, that's us too. I'm trying to cut that to one because it's getting expensive. Like, tw- it has to be £12 just to get in the office. I not mean, to talk I drive. To I mean, I, I feel for you guys that, you know, take public transport. I drive. I don't want to go day. in two days a week. So that's £24 a week, minimum. By the time you time's up by four for the yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to go because the reality is most in. of our 90, 95%, like maybe one meeting a week. That's the thing. is in person. It's, Everything it's else, you're on teams Everything the whole day. So what's teams. the point? So that's why. So that's why I'm just, and obviously my line manager is new to this particular role. He was, he's been at the company for a number of years, but he's new to this particular role. So yeah, I, he just, he, he knows like, and quite a few of our team, I think, don't want to say this in a bad bad way but yeah most of my team and it's a small team we do two days Him, <laughs> to I be fair it. i'm even doing the most out of my whole team my, most of my team are coming in once a month exactly so yeah so that's yeah so and for me i'm like if i can work from home every single day i'd want to do that you and me both so yeah that's yeah so the the long and short of it is that you know like they're struggling to attract young talent um, and young talent are not coming because they're doing the research. They're doing the research. What, and what they're you're finding offering? out. Yeah. But the thing is, a lot of companies, even my brother, he's interviewing at the moment. He was telling me he went to one interview. He's in financial services. Yeah. So obviously, there's that. But he was okay. telling me he went to one interview. And they were like, for the first six months, you have to come in five days a week. And then after that, then it goes down to like three days a week. And other companies expect him yeah, to go bye. in four days a week. Bye. The thing is, if people are saying no, Either people are gonna have to start saying yes, or the companies are gonna have to change their policy. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know much about financial services, but I saw that thing by the BlackRock, Black yeah, yesterday, and I was just like, you know what? The, these guys are setting a rod for their back because what's gonna happen is people are gonna get tired and frustrated, 
and be like, you know what, bun this. No, I think it's 50-50. Because the thing is, if you work in, there's certain industries and roles that if you work in, you kind of know what is expected. And financial services is one of those industries that if you work in it, you know it can get long. Okay, okay. So is it, if that's if that's, that's my the opinion. Case, okay, anyway, Gen okay. Z might be like, well, things need to change. Yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> but me what I'm, as a yeah. millennial, yeah, I'm like, it's like even law. Like when I was in that industry, yeah, you know, if you're going into a top city law firm, you know that your hours are you're not doing a nine to five like the rest of the world. You're yeah. doing minimum nine to nine. Yeah, yeah. But you un- you generally understand that. I f- I just feel like even with this new generation, like they just like the rules just have to. Breaking the rules and changing the game, as they say. I just feel like Gen um, Gen Z or that generation. Hopefully, just, because then that that benefits all of us. That's, I'm that's why I'm in. saying I feel like things like what they're doing at BlackRock, things like what they do at JP Morgan, you know, and stuff. Oh, like I saw that. that thread about JP Morgan. It's basically yeah. draconian. Like they're checking everything. I don't think it's. I don't know how much of it is true. No, 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 no. I've I've known that they've been doing mad stuff from ten years ago. Back when someone, yeah, though. when someone, someone, but this was. This was like 2012, 2011, when my boys were getting jobs, like grad jobs in in um in JP Morgan, and they were doing mad stuff from then. So th- what I'm hearing now is isn't anything like that's that's shocking. True. They were doing crazy stuff back then. So True. yeah, for like 21 year olds that were just leaving uni to to start. So yeah, I just feel like um yeah, I feel like obviously there are sectors that people just kind of generally know. Is what you kind of have to do. Like, if you work in a supermarket, if you work in retail, bro, there's no online working. You have to go in and you have to fold the clothes or hang the clothes. <laughs> that's not that's a no brainer. But I think certain industries where it's kind of like, okay, I feel like these companies they've spent money on building, they spent money on real estate and assets and stuff like that. They don't and they're just trying, yeah, yeah, they don't want to waste it because the job can be done from home. Yeah, it. But can. there's all this, there's something to be said about. So what people are arguing is collaborative working. Like, if you don't see yeah. people, like, how are you supposed to know that? It that that is important. But even when people do go to the office, how do how? Just have collab- a weekly one to one. You should know from that. To be honest, I have my managers. I barely see my manager, and I have weekly one to ones with her. She knows what I'm doing. So there's also that. So if you hardly see your manager, so what's this collaborative talking? Talk that people are saying. If you come into the office and people are not doing face to face meetings, majority of their meetings are not face to face. What are we doing? Yeah, it's true. We're sitting at desks <laughs> on Teams or on Zoom or wherever whatever your company uses. Like that's that's the thing for me. I'm ninety ninety-five, ninety-nine percent of my meetings are the only thing I do because I'm an extrovert is I just walk around and so I go to people, people's yeah. desks. So people that um, maybe they're stakeholders on projects I'm working on. I'll just go to the, how are you doing? That does I'll, make a big difference, especially if you're like business face, if you're in a role that's business face. Yeah. Getting to know your stakeholders yeah. is important. Yeah. And then at the same time, uh, I go to my people, my black people that, <laughs> yeah, let's go for a coffee. We've got a Costa in the building. Let's go for a coffee or let's go for a walk or something like that. Um, yeah, like, and, and just utilise that. But aside from that, bro, there's nothing, you know, whatever, but... Yeah, Sha. The long and short is, um, for me, the end of my my sermon is, um, yeah, like, in this in this in this cost of living, like, really don't sell yourself short. And I know a lot of people kind of use their story as the, um, a lot of people's stories have gone viral and stuff. Like, don't focus about like your. The aim is not to be hundred k Twitter. Like, that's not. <laughs> my that's aim not is the to aim. be. 
beyond that, please, I beg. I'm not gonna lie to you. Or as or as or as a man, shall because me, I have a family, but like the aim is not necessarily hundred K unless it is for you. The the aim is just you need to be in a position where you don't you're not financially struggling Agreed. because of this situation. Mm-hmm. And um what you know, some of you are probably thinking, what can I do? You know, like one of the key things right now, guys, we're in um we're in an era of big education, like virtual education, online education. Learn something, upskill yourself. Like, don't just sit with what you have. Upskill, upskill, upskill. So you can put yourself in a different predicament to where you are, in a different situation to where you are. Like, really consider upskilling. Like, yes, some because for a lot of people, side hustles may not be your thing. You may not have grace for that. Okay, cool. Upskill. Pick up something to learn. Pick up a new thing to learn. If it's not upskilling, consider pivoting. Pivoting into a different industry. You have to know what you're doing, as in, you know you're taking a risk. You know maybe that's something that you didn't study before and now you're having to cross over into something else. Okay, fine, cool. But at the end of the day, like, don't just sit on what you're on, knowing that you're struggling, you're struggling, you're struggling. Prayerfully do it, though. Prayerfully do it. Don't just jump because, you know, I'm encouraging you to jump. Prayerfully do it. Have a think about it. Ask God to lead your steps or direct your steps and lead you to where he wants you to be. Speak to people. Utilize platforms like LinkedIn. Um, if you find me... <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have... That's a really bad enemy. Yeah, like, um, I'm there. But oh, just, yeah, like, browse. Speak to people. Speak to people in the sector that you want to, you know, get into. Like, you know, connect with them. Um, use it properly. Um, don't use it... You know, don't use it to be evangelizing to people, to be inviting people to your church Zoom, but midweek Bible study. Like, use it for for, for what is it was built to do. <laughs> and I say that because I've had a few people from that, that crazy cult, New Heaven, New Earth, try and reach out to me about goal setting and um, some other nonsense like that. And um, yeah, and also, as we were saying at the beginning, remember talk to your parents. Yeah, talk think to your about parents. Life insurance, wills. Think about your financial attitude, your money to your attitude to money and finances. Do you struggle to talk about them? Mm. Why is that? Look at your family past and history, and just let's start healing and start making more money by God's grace. Mm. And on that note, what I'll say, what I'll say, <laughs> fine. Sorry, I wanted okay. to add. Um, when you're doing it with your parents, because people have different family dynamics, etc. Please prayerfully approach it like don't go all guns blazing Um, ask ask god for wisdom because this can be a very touchy subject some parents might think "Ah, i'm still alive and Mm -hmm. you're trying to pressure me like do you want me dead or what like be wise about it um and don't yeah don't try and pin your parents into a corner if they don't buy into it at first it's not they're, they're not your enemies per se um, let's do it with honor. Let's do it with respect. Um, they might say some things that are triggering. Fine, take a breath. Once again, ask God for wisdom to know how to do it. Maybe you might have to park off the conversation for a little while, but don't don't stop doing it. Like I said earlier, maybe you WhatsApp them, you text them, I message them videos and links to articles that are helpful and stuff like that, and you'll get there. Like 
you, you'll get there by God's grace. Don't don't try and force the change on them. Let God be the a agent of change. Let Holy Spirit do his job. And yeah, we'll go from there. Amen. Yeah. You got scripture for us, Amen? Uh, nah, you know, you know what? I was actually going to, the one that just, re the basic one that came to mind is, um, let me find. Yes. Proverbs 13, 22. A wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So it's not even just children. That's, children's that's children. what I've been banging on about since so, last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I've got kids, so it's a little... Well, I have a child, <laughs> and by God's grace, more to come. So it's a yeah. bit more at the forefront of my mind. But yeah. ah, And also because, like I said, from my own personal experience, I did not receive that. Yeah. Which is fine. It's not by force. It's not an entitlement. Mm -hmm. But if this is what God calls of us, let's try and be obedient even in death. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just, and it's not just the, the the monetary wealth. There's so there's spiritual heritage. There's there's heritage of of well being, um, and so many other things. So yes, money is one thing, but there are also other areas. But yeah. With that said, sermon over, episode over. We out. See ya.